Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt. It's going to be on and popping on Saturday, October the 5th in the poor man's blue lot, 1188 Pine View Drive, Morgantown, West Virginia. We're going to have pepperoni rolls and pizza from the pizza place, Swill Dog, the red carpet, and, of course, the RVK step and repeat. So come get your pictures, put your hashtags, and come get your swag courtesy of the Book Exchange. The RVK is going to be in the building. We hope you guys are, too. Thanks to reality shows Can't wait today to supermodel Can't wait to sue my dad Can't wait to wreck a Ferrari On my way to rehab When you're a celebrity It's audio's reality People think you're cool just because you're on TV. I skipped a bunch of stuff being a celebrity. Shout out to Brad Paisley, West Virginia native hit maker. Uh, this is the Raspy Voice Kids. I'm Brandon Phoenix. I am JN Phoenix in the building. Some of, the, some of y'all call me. I also hate Pitt. That's okay. I like to be known that way. Today, we're doing pop culture. Pop, 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 pop. Pop. Because the weasel goes pop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's get we're, into we're, it. We're easing into the water today. We're easing into the water today. Today's, slowly. Today's pop culture, celebrity relationships. Do you care? Should you care? Why, Why do people care? That's the way I feel, Brandon. Um, outside looking in, it's one of them things where I'm like, who cares? Who cares? It's not our business. Look, they live lives and people like blow things up way out of proportion for no reason other than they're famous. But the truth is, times when I'm by myself and I'm bored and I'm watching TV, you might catch me watching TMZ. I'm being for real. I'm being for real, though. Definitely care about celebrity relationships. Same reasons we. It's the same reason we care about anything else that has to do with celebrities. Same reason why their endorsements matter. The same reason why they're on advertisements, commercials doing all the other things they do because they have been identified as uniquely talented, uniquely beautiful, uniquely gifted in some way, shape, or fashion. 
And so then people are interested in what they do. And also, we're always interested in people we know. People like to say that people are nosy when they want to know but, about but their... But real quick, how many people were watching the royal wedding? Let's be for real. I watched the royal wedding. The, I, you know what? The funny thing is, like I said, sometimes I mean, they're, they're celebrities for a completely different reason than, than they're talented. They're royalty. But still, they're, they're celebrities. literally the world's largest welfare case. <laughs> wow. Never thought about that. Never. No, I never thought about that. The never. world's largest welfare case resides in the United Kingdom. But the, here's the thing. How many people tuned in and couldn't miss and took days off works and recorded? It's a wedding. It's a wedding. No, it's not a wedding. You clearly did not watch it if you think it's just it's, a wedding. It's Cinderella in real life. Go rent Cinderella. Cinderella. Except for it's real life, like you said. People love reality TV, and here it is. You get to see the... It used to be back in the day. People forget this. This is not a new phenomenon. America's royalty, America's version of royalty is celebrity. You forget about Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous with Robin Leach. No, 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 that was the juice. That was the juice. That was back before you had TMZ. You had to be invited in. But at least you, so you got, got to, to see be... their, their house and the cars that were super expensive that you couldn't get. I'm talking about, why do I care? Okay, okay, so the wet world wedding was a little different because you got to see these super expensive, over-the-top... You got to see these centuries-old... And, and traditions, yes. Centuries-old traditions. Uh, and then not to mention Meghan Markle being the first American and then the first black woman in the royal in royalty. I mean, all of that is is historical on top of the tradition, on top of the pageantry, on top of the celebrity, on top of the wealth. There's so many different things that are just cool about that. And the reason I say it's cool, I mean, I the reason I say it's cool, I, I mean to step on your toes. You must really But like the it. reason I say it's cool Diving. is because how often do you see it? That's the thing about celebrity. How often do you see it? That's why I think people are interested because you don't see it that often. But people will often say, I want to see regular people on TV. Do you know why I don't want to see regular people on TV, Jeremy? Because you see it in Walmart every day? I see regular people all day, every day. Everywhere I go, I see regular people. Yeah, everywhere, but... I, everywhere I go, there are normal people. You know, do you know what? Do you know the nor- normal TV that I like watching is? What? Bad boys, bad boys. What, what you, you gonna, gonna do? What you gonna do when, when they, they come, come for you? you? Let me just say, if you watch the making of that, they said over and over again, every meeting they were in, they were like, this is a perfect show. This is a great show. Change the opening song. And every time they were like, okay, okay, we will. And every time they came back, they left the same song. And you know what they did? They created a dynasty. That music, nobody on the history of the planet. Nobody going to get in your way. <laughs> the reggae. No, get in your way. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> it's so great. It's so great. But continue. I don't even know where I cut you all off. Jordan, you're no, about to say something. No, I, I, I'm agreeing with you that uh, regular people, it, it's fun to watch because these people are insane. And it's not something that... I get to see every day, mainly because I'm not out as much as you guys, and I'm not as old as you guys, so I haven't had these experiences as much. But I love watching TLC, because you see the craziest people on there that oh, yeah. are either, one, looking for attention, or two, need serious help and not a television program to try to help them and out. And not Jordan laughing at them like I'm not does. laughing at them, I'm pointing them TLC. out. Laughing at people addicted to eating toilet I'm, paper. Okay, you guys are turning this back on me. Yes. You guys were talking about celebrities. Jordan's, Jordan must be new to the show. This is what we always do. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. I've, I've enjoyed not being ridiculed for a while. <laughs> All in good fun. No, I I we love you, Jordan. And we I ain't talking about chasing waterfalls. We're talking about the TV show. The yeah. TV uh, network. The learning channel. But since we're talking about celebrities isn't I that what TLC says for the learning channel the learning channel yeah I saw something in Walmart of all places yesterday and it was it just boggled my mind why they have this one because this person is dead and two why are you bringing it up other than just to just sell magazines someone had brought up 
a secret love affair between President John F. Kennedy and some other woman. I know this is old news, but why bring it up? Do, do you now? know why? Do you know why you bring it up? Because his name is Kennedy. Uh, because he is the Kennedy. You're talking about royal royal uh, royalty royalty in America. When you talk about the Kennedys, that's royalty in America. I understand that, but they're he's dead. A lot of them are dead. Yeah, but people. I mean, it's a combination. People like history. It's the presidency. It's celebrity. And is it it's, true? And it's scandal. Well, true is very, very unimportant. Yeah, it's, very <laughs> it's very unimportant when we get to this point in the conversation, Jordan. I just mentioned the important parts. True is very, very, very deep uh, on that list. Did you pick it up? No, of course not. I don't buy magazines. I read you all picked up enough of it, Twitter. evidently. Yeah, I saw, I saw the headline and I was like, huh, that makes me mad. And I walked on with the <laughs> towels and bath mats that I had bought. And, you air, and his air of superiority. You didn't millennial, <laughs> you, you didn't millennial uh, Snapchat it to all your friends saying, this is dumb. No, I did not, actually. I Snapchat funny Jordan, things. Is Jordan's a millennial, right? Uh, gen, I'm like right on the barrier of Gen Z and millennial, yeah. Which would you rather be? I'm, I'm more on the mentality of millennials. Like, I, I, I have more friends that are older than me than I have friends that are younger than me. What, a, what am I? We're Generation guys, X, right? Uh, you guys, I think you guys are millennials, like, but in the farther part Far, of, yeah. Okay. I'd have to double check. You guys are like on the on Every the time I hear millennials, well. I'm sorry, just... It's here and I like it. Will Smith pops in my head. Oh, I was like, what? Can I just say this real quick? I know I'm jumping around. 1999, Y2K, everything was supposed to crash. I remember I was super sick. I had a fever. You, I think you, mom and dad and Mike all went to the Woods house to watch the ball drop. Well, not to watch the ball drop, to, you know, everybody has a night off. So they just enjoy the night. I was home by myself, and I remember having a cover over me. It's like the Wonder Years. I was, had a cover over me, watching the old tube, laying down, and I just thought to myself, what happens at, if at midnight everything just goes black? Can't call nobody, can't. You know, I probably, I probably run over the miles. <laughs> Inside joke. Inside joke yeah. alert. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway. All right, that has nothing to do with celebrities uh, or scandal, but that is a good little, uh, good little anecdote. No, good little I'm just saying. Have. So, do you care about celebrity couples? Do you pay attention to you know these scandals that are going on? I saw the newest one saying Diddy P Diddy Puff Daddy Sean Combs is dating his son's ex. Allegedly, weird, 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 weird. Steve Harvey's stepdaughter, and that's what sparked the conversation. Why do we care? Why do we care about this stuff? But we do. So let us know. Do you care about celebrity romances? Rat me, boys! You want the dopest gear out? You want to look fresh while rocking the Mountaineer brands? The best thing to do is go to bookexchangewv.com. That's where you get the flyest apparel. The Book Exchange is going to hook you up for listening to the RVK. Use code R-A-S-P-Y-V-O-I-C-E, Raspy Voice. Code Raspy Voice when you go to bookexchangewv.com to get the flyest Mountaineer gear and souvenirs. The Raspy Voice kids are brought to you by Swill Dog Hard Cider, the finest hard cider in all of the world, made right there in Franklin, West Virginia. They are encouraging you to get Swill. Responsibly, of course. 
We also want to give a big shout, a big thank you to our partner and sponsor, Astro Auto of Charleston. The man with the plan is Mr. Jamie Spears. When you want to ride in elegance, luxury, and style, they're the ones to see. They'll treat you right, and you'll be driving better. Make sure you tell them that the RVK sent you. Raspy Woman Wednesday has come and gone, but our winner for this week is Rachel Hatfield. Congratulations to Rachel Hatfield, nominated by number two mama, Cynthia C.J. Johnson. She gets her prize pack. That is a gift card from the book exchange and a bumper sticker from the Raspy Voice Kids. Congratulations, Rachel. Hope you guys submit your Raspy Woman Wednesday submissions, I guess, whatever you want to call them, nominees, and they have a chance then to win a prize pack, and we hope that you do that soon. The NC State Review, it's your boy Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Fit. JM Theme representing that. Oh! You're representing the Wolfpack? No, I'm not, but I'm uh, I'm trolling them. That's what I'm Oh, I was going to say, because you said representing that Wolfpack. You're doing a song. The Wolfpack is back, cause of mass I, mean, I know we love Gibby. I know we love Gibby, but I was The Wolfpack is back playing Yeah, Nobody. I was worried about North Carolina State because they had not given up a touchdown all season. Me too. And we couldn't score touchdowns all season. And I had nothing to be worried about. It turns out we it turns out we had nothing to worry about. Do you yeah. know my favorite part of the game was Saturday, Jeremy? Which one? What was Second it? half adjustments. Absolutely. The first half, you end 21-21. Defense played Decent, not great. Obviously, we give up 21 points and a half. It's not great. The adjustments made in the second half. Just watch. 23 to 6, no touchdowns given up in the second half yet this year. Vic Coning doing major things in Morgantown already. But the best coach, my favorite coach, as far as the game was concerned, was the offensive staff, the offensive coordinator. Neil Brown called a gem of a game. You watched it because against Missouri, the pressures, the offensive line not holding up. We had new starters. We hit a bunch of quick hitters, um, screens, which, you know, uh, negates. screens. That it negates that push from the defensive line and the, and, and the and the over-aggression. Yes. They kept hitting that. Watch the game. If you watch the game, the first few drives were just silky smooth right down the field. A thing of beauty. I remember looking over at Brandon saying, this is what coaching adjust, like adjusting to what's going on is. And to what you have. And and we hadn't seen that in the years past. No. It seemed like before we have a game plan, and then that was that. And if it was a good game plan, we won. If it was a game plan that the other team had figured out, we didn't. This time, the adjustments were made, and they were... Team wide, I, I should say. I, I was going to say I even offensive, fe- but they weren't just offensive. No, no even even wide. even defensively. If you looked at the defensive line, they love rotating defensive line. I feel like they stuck with a couple more of their key players for longer because they realized they were more effective, especially across the defensive line. Dante Stills played sixty-one snaps. That's what I'm talking about. Dante and Darius doing their things. And they talked before. You got to remember uh, Jordan too. Um, Jordan Jefferson. Oh yeah, man, that, that kid's played ball. I will say you saw he's going to be a starter for this next. This Dante next and Darius, three games, three sacks, doing their thing right now. Me and you, I also a pit. You got to pick one, and I'll pick one. Which one you take and have more sacks at the end of the year? Who's going to end up with more? Dante, I think, because Darius is not starting next week according to the death chart. All right, you take Dante. I'll take Darius. Both them guys are making impacts. Both those guys are NFL talent. 
Absolutely, and we love it. But it's not just them. Like, the whole defense, I like the, the, the play calling. Yes, our run defense. I'm not going to sit here and try to front like our run defense is good. It's not. It's not even solid. It's but okay, and it was better this week. It's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. It's okay. But I feel like our defensive coordinator is able to hide it or to, you know, they well, say. we can cover. They say bend but don't break. You got to give up something. At times. And right now they're giving up the rushing yards, but rushing yards don't beat you in one play. And not only that, it's not it can't be terrible because we still, like I said, haven't given up a touchdown in the second half. Um uh well sorry. We didn't give up a touchdown in the second half of this game of the JMU game. And offensively. Yeah. Offensively, man. Some of them calls Sam James getting the ball outside. Well, the biggest calls I think was getting the freshman involved. Winston Wright getting the go because oh, of suspension. Ali Jennings, Jennings getting that touchdown. King Ali, DeFi Genetics, shout to Roger Riggle. Had that man prepared. He's in there looking like a grown man already as a freshman. But here's the one thing I want I want all of Mountaineer Nation to know. And it's something that I failed to do after Missouri. Which is? Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Don't get too low. I did not expect us College to College football is about matchups. The next, NFL, I think the NFL is about matchups. So, so next weekend, I oh, think college football is about horses. Un, unless you have the horses, that's what I'm saying. And I think we have more horses than Kansas. I don't know. I haven't watched Kansas. I have. Can, Kansas was able to beat Boston College. They beat. They, they beat lost. The off Kansas. Off, they off lost to Coastal Carolina, which was kind of surprising. Coastal Carolina's first Power Five win ever. Um, but then the very next week they bounce back and, and, and have a win. So and the other thing is the weird thing about Kansas. The weird thing about Kansas is. It's so hard to tell who or what they really are. You lose to Coastal Carolina so, twelve to seven. Yeah, and then the next week you come back as a twenty-one point dog at Boston College and you win forty-eight to twenty-four. Yeah, you never, you, you you just don't know, and so it's hard to predict. It's obvious that Kansas was looking ahead, which sounds hilarious. But Kansas had Kansas to, Kansas was looking ahead. Kansas Say it again. Ahead. Kansas. I, I love Kansas, Cal, baby I lo- Jayhawks. I love Cal Cowherd so much. He always says, "Just just say it out loud." Just say it out loud. Take a second, and whatever you think about doing, just say it out loud. Say it out loud. Kansas was looking, <laughs> but they had to have been Jeremy. They lost twelve to seven, and wow. then the next week they win forty eight to twenty four at Boston College. Yeah, no, when you're they were right. Twenty one point right, dogs. Though. Yeah. So we don't really know exactly what we're getting when we go into Lawrence, except for Puka Williams and that rushing attack is no joke. So it's their strength versus our weakness, and we're gonna have to see if the adjustments can be made. Still no Van Darius Cohen. So um, so, so where you at? So where you at with Austin Kendall? I think Austin Kendall's progressing nicely. I think he's a good quarterback. He showed that mobility that they talked about this past week. He showed a willingness to run, which I liked. My jury is still out on Austin Kendall. What this do you is mean? this is Jay and Fiend, uh Raspy Voice Kids. I want you to know who I am. I'm being for real. My jury's still out. Yeah. I don't I don't like I don't think he's a st- I but don't know. I, I guess I don't know what you're saying. Like, I don't. I guess he's I not a finished product. This is his first year start playing quarterback. But you're four games in. I I don't know what no, I'm you're getting. Three like, games in. So so like there's some there's some plays where he throws high. It's not just one or two plays. There's multiple plays where he has people open. He just misses them. Rollouts where guys are wide open. And then on the flip side, on in the third quarter, he'll throw a pinpoint pass on For across across the middle, out like to score a touchdown for us to go up like. And he shows his mobility. So for me, when I say I don't know how good he is, like there's certain quarterback last year, you just. But I don't think to- anybody knows how good he is. I don't think you're saying anything profound or anything earth shattering. Who? Do no, you, no. Do but, you think? Do you think? That but, but, but here's what here's fans a, have you heard say that he's I've, great? I've heard. I've heard fans say we need a new quarterback, and I've heard other fans say right after this game, twenty seven for forty one, whatever he was. 
four touchdowns. Oh, we need a new quarterback. I've heard that. And I guess fans are going to be fans, but yeah, the way I, mean, like, the, the way I, I feel is the I jury's anybody, still out. I don't, I don't know. I, think I don't know. The jury, I, I think so. When, so he shows flashes. There, there were people who, there were people, you're right, who said we need to see a new quarterback. We need Trey Lowe. There are people who said that, right? That said, I think there's more people who say that than there are people who say that he's the man. I don't think you have anybody pretending like he's Will Greer. I don't think you have anybody pretending like he's Major Harris or Pat White. Um, somebody put, this was funny. I saw Jared Varner. Shout out to JV. Um, somebody put Pat White or Austin Kendall. But they weren't comparing the two. They were saying Austin Kendall taking off look like Pat White, making a joke. And JV was like, Pat White is not even close. <laughs> and it, but yeah, it I wasn't a person actually yeah, yeah. saying that he's that good. I don't think anybody knows how good Austin Kendall is yet. I don't think the coaching staff knows how good Austin Kendall is yet because he started three games in the in his entire career. Okay. No, I'm just asking the question because. But three games in his entire career, I think the jury should still be. Out. I've seen I've seen things that I'm like. I think he's still built. I think you see that pass. I think he showed he's shown flashes. I don't think he's shown anything where he's terrible. I think he's a serviceable quarterback. I think we know for a fact he's a serviceable quarterback. Oh yeah. Okay. So 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 the the better question you the ask basement me this has week, been established. I think the basement has been established. He's I think not he's, a bad. No matter what, he's not a bad quarterback. He's not a bad he, quarterback. He's a, he's a serviceable, serviceable quarterback. quarterback. You asked the question: Would you take the Skyler ceiling. Don Howard? I well, that that was between me and you. Uh, oh, I thought. Okay, I thought you want to talk about it on the uh, show. That was between me and you, and uh, didn't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's a good question because Skyler was a winner. Skyler, well, 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 here's the, here's the Skyler thing. Skyler was smart. Got I, us in the I right think place. It's a, I think it's a good question, but it's not a question to be asked this week. It's worth because Skyler proved himself. He won ten games. It's not a question to be asked this week. Give it four weeks, and then we can have this discussion. All right, I think that's fair. Because I, I feel like he's going to be around that. Skyler put up uh, ridiculous stat, really good stats. Um, he did. He's but tough. he wasn't. The elite of the elite, like we felt. He was not. So I feel like this is going to be a good comparison. And Skyler also had mature weapons around him. But I think this and is... NFL what, talent around him. This is this is the kind of thing where I feel like we need to wait a few weeks before we can really dive in. Or do you feel like we can do it now? No, I think you're right. I think that we beat Kansas. I think this team has established its identity. I think we know who this team is going to be. I think this team understands who it needs to be to win games. JMU was a start-out game, a feel-out game, learn, your, learn where you're going game. The offensive line um, talked about their meetings, calling each other out, being honest about what needed to be done, and you saw a completely different physical group come out, including losing two starters, Inclu- you know, doing that despite losing two starters. And we get Mike Brown back, which means you have another rotation. Possibly Sills back. He's still, he's, we're still waiting to see for sure if he's going to be back at this point anyway. Um, <clears throat> I think that Sinkfield got some more time, which was nice, to spell Kennedy. We did not see Pat away. Uh, by the way, I, I feel like we need to come up with like a touchdown dance of the year. I need a good touchdown dance. I want a dope touchdown dance. We haven't had one yet. And we're going to give give away uh, best touchdown dance. RVK best touchdown dance of the year. That's what I want. I want to see. What are we going to give away? High five, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you throwing money around, I'll son. Even, I'll even wash my hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joking. so I think. Do you think we beat Kansas? I would be disappointed if we didn't. Do you think we beat Kansas? Think so. Do you have a score prediction? Absolutely not. I'm going forty. No, 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 no. I'm going thirty-seven 
31, West Virginia. Uh, you know what? That's that. I think that's a good score. I don't think we're going to give up 31 points. I think we'll be more solid against the run. I think you think I, we are going to be more solid against the run. I, I, I well, kind of like we were last game because because I think Kansas is a better running team than North Carolina State. They might be. And Puka Williams is nice. Puka Williams could argue that he's the best running back. Yeah, but uh, you're talking about the running back. You haven't looked at the offensive line. You have no clue what their offensive line did. All I know is they have only scored seven points against Coastal Carolina. I know last time I said this, I said Wyoming beat Missouri. Yes, yes. important to why we win. We've already discussed but, why but, Kansas lost to Coastal Carolina. Yeah, so I, I think that um, that's close. I think that's close. I think it's going to be more of a 34-24 game. It would be nice. All I know is seasons like this make me more grateful for wins. Oh, absolutely. I don't care what the score is at the end of the day. I'm not looking for beauty pageant points. I'm looking for wins. And so that's what we're looking for when we come out of Lawrence. A win. Raspy Voice! Hey, this is Brandon from the Raspy Voice Kids. We are now teamed up with SeatGeek. SeatGeek, the place to go and get your tickets for any live event that you want to be a part of, especially if you're a sports fan. Use code RaspyVoice. R-A-S-P-Y V-O-I-C-E, and you get $20 off your first purchase, code RaspyVoice at SeatGeek. Download the app, get to saving now. Want to give a big shout out to Astork Auto, the leader in luxury automobiles and in service in the entire state of West Virginia. Jamie Spears, the man with the plan down there at Astork Auto of Charleston. When you get there, tell them the Raspy Voice Kids sent you. The Raspberry Voice Kids are brought to you in part by the Pizza Place in Morgantown. They have the official pepperoni roll of the Raspberry Voice Kids. They are located at 3011 North Point Plaza in Morgantown, West Virginia. If you are in town near the mile ground, you got to get to the Pizza Place. It is the greatest pizza you will ever taste. I don't care what anybody says. Shout out to our boys, Mike and Luca. It's that time again. Why we hate Kansas. Rock, chalk, pay, hawks. You guys cheat in basketball. You stink in football. You lost to Coastal Carolina 12-7. to Their first Power 5 win ever. And it came at the hands of the Kansas pay hawks. You guys are pathetic. You should be embarrassed. And we should not even be talking about you. But we have to. Because for some reason, you're still in the Big 12. You've not been relegated. If this was the Premier League, you would have been a long time ago. Like Jeremy said before, you guys don't even have the real Jayhawk for your football team. Baby Jay. That's what you get. You know why? You're whack. Unless Miles is not fixing it. Just because you got some dude who eats grass doesn't mean you're going to suddenly be able to play on it come Saturday. And come Saturday is going to be a whipping. Uh-oh. A tail whipping. And embarrassing. We are going to put it on you because you're nothing. You never have been. You never will be. I'm sorry, Jeremy. That's not true. They used to be good back when they had Mark Mangino. Do you know how long ago it was that they had Mark Mangino? Do you know how terrible you have to be as a program when your highlight, when your glory years, when your claim to fame is the Mark Mangino era? Mark Mangino. That's what you have, but you have it no more. It's gone. And you're left with the Mad Hatter, a washed-up fool who got pushed out of Louisiana, Baton Rouge. And he's not going to be able to do what you want him to do. It's over before it even begins. West Virginia by a million. 
by a million. Strong words from I also hate Pitt, Mr. Beefing himself. He took all my points, but you know what? It's well, it's worth reiterating. Coastal Carolina? The year, right when you think that you're doing something well, right when you get a big win over Boston College, right when you think you have the program turned around, you lose to Coastal Coastal Carolina? Do they even do they even play football? Be honest, Kansas. Did you even know they existed before you played them? I'm going to have to hit you with the, come on, man. Les Miles comes through. I'm so tired of you guys picking up washed up old coaches. <laughs> ah, yeah, I mean, come on now. Les Miles, what did, what did he do at LSU? Oh, you saw he can't produce on offense. You can say what you did against Boston College. I, all I know is that you put up seven points. Again, I hate to be beating a, a dead horse, but Uno, Coastal, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, coastal seis, Carolina. Cinco. And then, it's not just them. Indiana State. You only beat Indiana State by seven points. The Sycamores, their nickname are the Sick. What was Larry Bird <laughs> playing quarterback? Did Larry Bird come out and play receiver? <laughs> only way I would give you credit is if Larry Bird was playing every single position. But no, he wasn't. He wasn't there. And you won by seven points. Come on, man. In the last three games, Excuse me. You haven't won th- more than three games in the past nine years. Nine years, you have not had more than three wins. Let that sink in. Come on, man. You have 18 wins total, Brandon. 18 total wins in the past nine years. You do the math. We ain't talking about basketball. Football. In the last eight years... Do you know where he finished in the Big 12 Conference? Uh, Seven out of the eight last eight years, you finished dead last. Why do we even talk about football? Why, why do you even show up on the field? Why? Why do you lace them up? Why? Why do you put the helmet on? Why? Why do you have, why do you have Baby J? Because we know, like we said, Baby J is a football mascot because Big J is a, is a basketball mascot. Why do you even have Baby J? Like, it's ridiculous. You need to become, I don't know. I was going to say UConn. What are Villanova? What, what, what one double A football. One, one of them schools that doesn't even have football. You're embarrassing. You're ridiculous. And we're going to come in and spank you on Saturday like we always do. Get another W. And you can just say, hey, hopefully in basketball. But even then, Oscar Sweepway is coming through, and so are our boys. I don't care. Get ready. Neil Brown, new era, same old thing when it comes to Kansas. Rat me, boys! We love our man, Jim Ashley, the quintessential businessman and international world traveler, Jim Ashley. We thank you for being a sponsor and partner with the show. We love having you on. Can't wait till you're here again. Big shout to Shrinkables! Shrinkables, supporting the RVK partnership since day one. Welcome back to another RVK Golden Blue interview. Today, we have the pride of Peterstown High, a West Virginia quarterback, all-time great, Mr. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dr. Chad Johnston. Mr. I never lost a pit my whole time in the Golden Blue. <laughs> I know. You know what? I'm one of the one of the. I think I'm the only class of West Virginia history that's ever lost to Pittsburgh. Well, you are the greatest class. Just like they have the greatest generation, we got the greatest class. It's been solidified. That's exactly right. There you go. There you go. 
Sweet Caroline. But this is a family. Well, yeah, this yeah. Is a family show. So we'll family just leave show. We'll let you people. You know what? Th- they play that. I, you know, I help coach football at Blacksburg High School. They play that every uh, halftime uh, at Blacksburg High School. So you know, I'll be representing. You just got to find me on the field where I'm at. You'll see that I'm singing the correct lyrics to that song. Oh, yes, I know it. Now, you're the quarterback's coach down there, correct? Yes, yes. I help coach quarterbacks. I've I've done a little bit. I've coached quarterbacks. I've been the offense coordinator. But, you know, both my boys have graduated now, so I'm still helping out, but not quite as intently as I have in the past. I mean, tell me, you know, you know how it goes. Pitt and West Virginia go back and forth. They mouth back and forth. Your whole time being there, you beat them four straight times. You shut them out two times, two out of the four years you were there, which you have to go back to the 1940s before you have two shutouts in a row. Like, what was that like? Like, just beating them every year and seeing them on the field like, yeah, we own you. How, what was yeah. that like in the Golden Blue? Well, you know, it was one of the times we just had to run really good players and they were kind of on a downswing, but we had our defense was outstanding there for two or three years. I mean, that's back when the zone blitz was fairly new process going on, and Coach Dunlap was in the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, facility quite a bit. He had a connection up there, and, and so you know, you think about who we had on that side of the ball uh, back then. With I mean, that whole defensive backfield went to the NFL, uh, and then some of those guys stayed for a very long time. And then you had Canute Curtis and and Bernard Russ and John Thornton and all those guys up front. Uh, John Browning. I mean, that's a pretty talented bunch of guys on that side of football. You started so. pretty early in your career too, man. Like, it wasn't it wasn't junior senior year. You took over what sophomore year? Yeah. yeah. What was that, that like? I mean, I imagine skinny kid, skinnier kid, um, twenty nineteen twenty. What were the feelings yeah. your first start? Well, you know. I don't know if you recall that time or not, but I kind of went back and forth with this guy who transferred from Michigan, a guy named Eric Boykin, and and uh, who's a great guy. We've become friends. We were friends during that time, even though we were both competing for the same spot. But it was, uh, you know, it was. I was a skinny kid from from Peterstown, West Virginia. I told people my first start. We played in Nebraska. You know, I was six foot one or two, and I weighed about 187 pounds. I was playing the eventual national champion. My first start, so it was. Uh, yeah, it was a big wake-up call for me. But who was your first start? Who was your first start? Now against Nebraska in the kickoff. Oh, that's right. right. We didn't have to talk about that. We didn't have to talk <laughs> about that. You know what? At the end of the season, I ended up being one of their closest games, so uh, it wasn't all that bad. Uh, no, it was the refs. Uh, like if the refs had made um, eighty-seven bad calls. Yeah, the refs. They, we got cheated, right? <laughs> eighty-seven exactly. bad calls. It's us and the Saints. We're the ones that get screwed by the refs, right? That's, <laughs> amen. Hey, now we know that you're you're into a lot of things. You're a very busy guy with your own with your practices, derma, you know, in dermatology, coaching, raising a family. How much time do you get to spend watching the West Virginia Mountaineers nowadays? Uh, you know, I watched most of the game the other day. I've I've seen. Uh, I watched all the opening game. I watched part of the. Uh, uh, the Missouri game. You know, I'm a typical West Virginia fan. The thing's going great. I'm going to sit and watch the whole thing. If it's going bad, I'll change the channel. <laughs> and, and so, uh, um, but I happen to be in New York City. My, my, my younger boys playing football at Lackawanna Junior College. So, um, they had a game streaming this past weekend at the same time that West Virginia was playing. So, um, you know, I watched a little bit of both. So, uh, but I, I watch them every chance I get. If I can't 
get if I'm doing something, I will record it and watch it later unless we lose, and then I don't watch it. I just delete it. Well, I'm the same way. I don't watch it if we lost, unless I absolutely <laughs> have to, which is what's happened with the show. Now, yeah. now Lackawanna is something that's become a pipeline school for WVU, so that's cool that your son's up there playing where so many Mountaineers have played before. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean obviously, we lived there when he was a kid. Um, that would obviously be a, a dream come true for all of us. But, you know, we'll see. I mean, they, they've talked to him here recently, not West Virginia, but the coaches at Lackawanna talked to him recently. You know, um, uh, he's moved up to depth chart pretty well. He's, he's number two behind the guy that was there last spring. So, you know, he got to play a little bit in that first game. So we're, the hope is is that he'll be there the least amount of time he has to be to go somewhere else. I mean, he's an academic qualifier, so he can – he could leave at any point in time, depending on if somebody wants him or not. So we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. That's awesome. Now, speaking of people who qualify, Don Nealon qualifies as the greatest coach in the history of West Virginia University football. Do you see any similar? Bill Stewart. Bill Stewart. A lot of people would put Bill Stewart up there as well. Uh, but without question, Don Nealon is the architect who created what we now know as West Virginia University football. The, the question that I have for you, coach, is – or coach – Chad is doctor. Doctor <laughs> is. Truth be told, I'd rather you just call me coach. That would be actually. I, I feel more comfortable in that skin. To be honest with you, you like coach better. We'll go with coach. What do you, what similarities do you see between Neil Brown and Don Nealon? Um, I see a guy that seems like he's very well prepared. You know, he knows he, he knows himself, and he's kind of tailoring what he's doing based on the personnel he has. Um, you think about Coach Neal and what he did. You know, he came in. He's a uh, he was a Bo Schimbeckler guy, and we went from the I formation to where at the end with Bulger we were four wide and doing some different things, and you know, kind of transitioning. Ran the option with Major. You know, he he understands these players and what they do well. And and I tell you what, after that Missouri game, I thought to myself, I thought, oh my gosh, are we going to win another ball game? And then I thought, well, maybe Kansas is on the schedule. We got a chance there. And then Friday night after games, we go, we go eat at B-dubs as a coaching staff at Blacksburg. I walk into the Blacksburg B-dubs, and Kansas is winning 49-28. I thought, oh, God, are we going to win another game? And then to come out and do what he did this past week with those kids that, you know, some of them, obviously he recruited. Uh, some of them he did not recruit. But to take those guys and mold them into a team after really – having a bad performance the last week to get him to buy in and keep going. I think, I think it just says a lot about him as a person and, and getting those guys to believe in what they, what they're doing. You know, I think about my buddy Newberry who coached me and he, he's like my big brother. We, we have lunch together, have an office over in Giles County, Virginia. We eat lunch together once a week when I work over there and, and uh, just seeing, you know, I know how he feels about coach Nealon and seeing how, the similarities between the two and how they kind of brought that program back. He was in Neela's first recruiting class and, you know, he played as a true freshman to have all those freshmen playing and getting them prepared. And, you know, some people say we play a lot of freshmen. Well then, you know, you can expect to have a bad year, but you know, he hasn't bought into that. He's like, no, we're going to get these guys ready. And just from week two to week three, how much better those guys played, I think speaks a lot about the type of coach he is and, and, and how those players believe in him. We love it. We love it the same way it sounds like you do. The one of the yes. things that I'm curious about being a guy from West Virginia, then playing at West Virginia. 
What do you think about Coach Brown's emphasis on recruiting the state, the state, uh, in-state prospects? Well, I mean, obviously, if we got guys that can play, we want them wearing blue and gold, and and that would be, um, that would be ideal. I mean, we'd love for them not to go anywhere um, and keep them within our borders. I think that'd be a great thing we can do because you know, recently there's been a lot of talent in the state. Um, you know, and you look at just look at the school, look down in Bluefield right now. I mean, there's like four or five guys down there that can yeah. that can play and help us. You look at, uh, you know, I live here in Blacksburg, and there's a kid. I think I don't know if he's playing some. I think there, he may. Uh, the kid from outside of Huntington um, that was supposed to go to Ohio State. I think he's playing here at Virginia Tech now, and the kid at Tennessee. So Doug Nestor. You know, there's been a yes. There's a lot of great players in the state right now. It'd be nice if we can keep them and and. Uh, um, and I think that's how you build your program. You know, you have some pride in wanting to be, you know, you're from the state and you want to play for the state. And I think that's, you know, that's how you build your program by keeping all your in-state talent. Absolutely. Lock down the border. That's what they said they're going to do. Hopefully they do that. Uh, we've let a lot, I mean, at least offensive line, offensive side of the ball. We've, we've let some talent get out of the state. That last game. Defensively. Defensively, we saw we saw some talent. We saw Kerry Martin Jr. We saw Dante Stills. Dante, Darius, Donahue. I mean, yeah. there, uh, I mean there's yeah. a bunch of people over there. But here's the thing. Coach Johnson, you're from outside the state. I've heard you mention, um, excuse me, you're living outside the state right now. Yes. You currently are living in one of the two most disgusting cities that I know of, <laughs> Blacksburg. How yeah. in the world is that during game day? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, you know, I'll tell you this. Like this, this past week, <laughs> um, I went with my friends about 730, helped them set up their tailgate. I tailgated till about uh, one or so. Their game had already started. And then uh, I rode back home, watched the rest of the rest of the West Virginia game and the Lackawanna game. And I'll try to do that several times throughout the year. So um, I will say this, I go, I'll go to one or two games a year. It's the most refreshing thing to do to go. And if they win, well, let's be honest, if they win, I do care. I don't want them to win. But if they lose, if they win or lose, it doesn't bother me that who much one way or the other. I can just go and enjoy college football. Wait, wait, who did they lose to last year? ODU? Old Dominion. Oh, that had to be such such a great time last year. When VT lost to ODU? I try not to rub it in because, you know, we always seem to uh, 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 trip somewhere along the line. And 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 if I say something... And you like people's money. Yes. As a matter of fact, two years ago when we lost to... uh, who was Stephen F. Austin in the in the in the tournament? I was. We were laughing. We were all watching the game together. I was giving him a hard time about um, uh, being in the NIT, and then we lost in the first round. So from that point on, I just never give him a hard time because it's it's the kiss of death of the Mountaineers for me if I do and, that. And look, if you ever need some backup, the RVK is there. Yeah, we got you. Give us a hey, we just just give us a phone call. We are there. Look, we go to battle on Twitter. We go to battle in real life. Let us know, son. YouTube. YouTube. Right. Nonviolent. Nonviolent, of course. <laughs> Unless it turn. No, anyway. Ready for. Are you ready for. Rapid? No, no, it's not rapid fight. I have one last question to ask you. And this is a yeah. question that I. It's. It's. Um, I don't say it's important to me, but. So I, I was born in 86. My first Super Bowl I remember 
Ah! New movie and uh, been I've seen the play in Broadway. 
Hey, hey, good answer. Brandon picks the other one. Man, you're on the right team. Best flavor of Pop Tart. A and W root beer. Pop Tart. Yes. Nice try. I've no never way. heard of A and W no root way. beer Pop Tart. Yeah, my wife finds some weird stuff in in, uh, in Target. <laughs> All right, that's a new one. That's the first that's, time we ever got that's that. That's the first and only time we'll ever hear that. <laughs> Coke or Pepsi. Coke. Best fast food French fry. Excuse me. The best fast food French fry. Uh, uh, Chick-fil-A. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll take it. Uh, for, I like the for me, fry. For me, I, I need my French fries on Sundays, but okay. LeBron or Jordan? Jordan. Does ketchup go on hot dogs? I don't like ketchup at all, so no. Oh, wow. And here we go. The granddaddy of them all. Set me up, B. Jeremy, Wah. ask the final question. Wah. Wah. Chad, all right. Dr. Johnson, Coach Johnson, I need you to be 100% real with me. Yes. Do you pee in swimming pools? Swimming pools, no. Good answer. What body of water do you pee in? <laughs> well, you know, I might sit on the ocean all day. I sit on the beach all day at the ocean and drink beer. I'm not going back to the room. Hey, <laughs> <I> preach. <laughs> preach. Okay. There's a lot worse in the ocean. There's a lot worse in the <laughs> That's ocean. exactly right. Well, Dr. Johnston, we thank you so much for joining us today. You answered all the questions no expertly. You gave us some great insight into times past. You gave us some good insight into to what's going on currently, and uh, we wish you nothing but, but we wish you nothing but the best. Last question, real quick: anybody beating the Patriots? You, you honestly, real talk. We're just talking. Anybody beating the Patriots uh, this year? I, I mean, barring no injuries, I don't know if anybody can beat the Patriots. I mean, be, golly, that guy just keeps going and going, and it doesn't matter who's around him. And now you actually have. I mean. Arguably the best weapons around him since Randy Moss was there. I mean, you see what he did when he had Randy there. Amen. Randy be Randy. Well, now yep. that we now that we got that in, we thank you again for your time for the RVK Gold and Blue interview. We, we look forward to having you in the future, uh, and we look forward to nothing but the best for you and your family. All right, appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, and we thank you guys for listening to the Raspy Voice Kids. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. It helps us to learn to grow. Helps people to learn about who we are. And uh, we just like talking, so we hope you like listening. Network. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. 
a great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.